Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Today I want to talk about George Soros. I know it's taboo to talk about him. For some reason, nobody likes you bringing his name up. Just to prove my point and drive it home, I'll give you a little clip real quick from Fox News of all places. Check it out. Destroyed by this violence. Yeah, it's so true. They represent everybody, right? Speaker Gingrich, I know you have a final thought for us. Yeah, look, the number one problem in almost all these cities is George Soros elected left-wing, anti-police, pro-criminal district attorneys who refuse to keep people locked up. Uh, Just yesterday, they put somebody back on the street who's wanted for two different murders in New York City. Uh, You cannot solve this problem. And both Harris and Biden have talked very proudly about what they call progressive district attorneys. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. (laughs) I was going to say you get the last word, Speaker. (laughs) He, he, He paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of he dollars didn't. he spent? I, I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're going to. Okay, we're going to move on. Uh, historic- now, I wanted to play the whole clip for you so you could see that real awkward moment of silence. Just in case you haven't seen this on Fox News or any other social media uh, platforms. But you can see that nobody really wanted to talk about George Soros. But what Newt Gingrich was saying was correct. Soros has been funneling a lot of money into getting DAs elected. Um, Kim Gardner out of St. Louis, and you saw what happened with her with the uh, protesters that marched in to those two people's yard and um, threatened their lives, threatened to kill their dog, threatened to kill them, and then live in their house after they were dead. Kim Fox in uh, Cook County, Illinois, which is the same one that dismissed the case against Jesse Smollett when he staged that fake uh, attack hate crime against himself where he hired the two guys that supposedly he said were white guys and MAGA hats, but ended up being a couple of black guys that he hired that he knew from a gym or something. The uh, San Francisco district attorney, Kesa Bowden or Chesa, I'm not sure exactly how to say her first name. Uh, and she was another one that pushed real hard for the defund the police movement. Uh, she also participates in that group of uh, truth, justice and reconciliation commissions They tend to team up with the Grassroots Law Project, which is uh, co-founded by activist Sean King. Um, Naturally, they're always calling to defund the police. A couple other members are Philadelphia DA Larry Kaisner or Krasner and uh, Massachusetts DA Rachel Rollins, who have both benefited from Soros support, especially Kranzner. Uh, he was elected after Soros put $1.45 million uh, into a political action committee that supported him. You also have in Contra Costa County, California, District Attorney Diana Becton. Uh, she was also backed by Soros. 
Delia Garnez out of uh, Travis County, Texas, will be uh, funded by Soros as well. And these are just some of the DAs that he's helped get elected. Soros has dumped money into Oregon, Nevada, California, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Montana, Illinois, Georgia, Florida, Virginia, uh, Philadelphia, and New York to help DAs across the board get into power. These are all progressive DAs that do not care about the rule of law. They try to make their own rules. You can see it through their actions on their stances of crimes and what is actually considered a crime um, because Soros knows one of the best ways to take down the country is to infiltrate the justice system. Once you start changing laws and taking it out of our hands and rewriting the Constitution, all gloves are off. You can pretty much do anything that you want to do. Um, he's not only attacking DAs. Soros owns multiple corporations. He also has tons of foundations. One foundation that I'm not sure a whole lot of people know that he's part of is Pueblo Sin Fronteras. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's an organization run by Soros that believes to build solidarity bridges among people and turn down border walls imposed by greed. It is responsible for basically all the caravans that you see coming up from the South. The organization does fundraisers to raise money. They also do advertising in these other countries, telling everybody that they'll provide whatever's needed to get to the U.S. border, and then upon getting to the border, they train them on exactly what to say so they could seek either asylum or some type of temporary visa status while they're being processed. Uh, George Soros does not believe in borders. He thinks that in all countries of the world, people should be free to come and go as they please, and that borders are somehow restrictive, um, relating to wealth in some way or another. George Soros naturally is a progressive, which is kind of awkward considering his upbringing. He was born in Budapest to a Jewish mother and father, so naturally when the Germans came into Hungary, him and his family fled. Um, he did do college and education in the United Kingdom, eventually worked his way over to the United States, and since then has been pushing a leftist agenda to destroy America. Again, is a little bit awkward because being uh, Jewish, first of all, which he denounces, and living the lifestyle that he lived, seeing what communists truly do, like Adolf Hitler, um, you would think he would be a real alt-right person, but instead he's a real super ultra-liberal leftist socialist uh, activist. He also definitely has no love for Donald Trump, that I can assure you. Um, he's had quite a few negative statements to make about him throughout the 2016 campaign as well as now the 2020 campaign. Uh, to give you a rough idea, I'm going to play a little clip so you can get uh, the full picture. Clearly, I consider the Trump administration a danger to the world, but I regard it as a purely temporary phenomenon that will disappear in 2020 
or even sooner. I give President Trump credit for motivating his core supporters brilliantly, but for every core supporter, he has treated, uh, a great, he has created a greater number of core opponents who are equally strongly motivated. That's why I expect a democratic landslide in 2018. Well, his democratic landslide didn't go so well for him because in 2018 we performed relatively well. And by the way things are shaping up currently, I would say for the 2020 presidential election, we look like we're in a pretty good spot to uh, make some noise and win the election. Now, funny that he chose the 2018 elections, midterms, to point out considering all the money he's funneling through, again, like I said in the beginning, which is a reason why he probably thought they were going to outperform the Republicans and take the Senate and the House, which didn't happen, thank God. Now, Soros, beyond funding the DAs across the country... Um, using shell companies to create these caravans for mass migration from the South. Also has over 30 major news organizations some way or another linked to him. Uh, you know, he's, he's a billionaire and he does the billionaire thing on the left and he donates a lot of money. He's 90 years old. Uh, he can't begin to spend all of it. I do believe he has children. Hopefully their ideology is a little bit uh, better, but doubtful. But some of the organizations that he has ties to are mainstream news outlets, including New York Times, Washington Post, the Associated Press, NBC, ABC, and CNN. Prominent journalists like ABC's Christina Mapore and the uh, Washington Post editor, Vice President Len Downey, serve on the board of operations that takes Soros cash. You're starting to get a good idea on the picture here of why the news media outlets are what they are, all bought and paid for, fake news, just like Trump says they are. I know that a lot of times people like to try to criticize Donald Trump, saying that he's you know, pushing conspiracy theories and and he's creating this narrative that the news media can't be trusted. But when somebody like Soros is funding you, and he's funding all of these progressive DAs across the uh, country, and he's always pushing a liberal agenda, he's forming caravans of people to break laws to get into the United States by you know, crossing the border illegally, how could you say it's a conspiracy theory? It sure don't look that way. All the facts point to something different. Now, I know you can get all bent out of shape, and liberals usually do, because to them, it's never about facts. It's about feelings. And they're going to say that they feel that borders should be open and blah, 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 blah. The point is, regardless of what you feel, there are laws in place. And borders are there for a reason. They're there to protect the people of the country. You know, you don't just let anybody in. Um, also news media outlets, you're supposed to be fair and balanced. You're supposed to report both sides 50, 50. 
You can have some extreme leftists if you have some extreme right-wingers. You just balance it all out. So when people are watching it, they're getting both sides of the story. But that is completely gone. Uh, The latest CNN poll I've seen was that 96% of people don't trust CNN. Their ratings are down by somewhere in the vicinity of 95%. Of course they are. It's just a propaganda site anymore. It's a joke. You know, on the right side, on the, on the right side, although funny to read, the Babylon Bee is kind of the same way. They're, they're that conspiracy theory on the right-wing side that you know most people don't trust because they're our version of CNN. But being that George Soros has so much control of the news media – Naturally, they're all going to be pushing a real hard left-wing agenda. I mean, Soros is not the only one. He's joined by other billionaires like the uh, owners of Google, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of those multi-billionaires that are all left-wingers and would like to see this socialist revolution happen. It's just George Soros has always played in the shadows, and somewhere around the early 90s, his name started coming up a lot more, and uh, since then, it hasn't gotten any better. He's been more and more exposed. One of the lead people that expose a lot on him is Glenn Beck, and I believe at one point or another, he had people listening to Glenn Beck to find out exactly how much he knows. You'd have to check on Glenn's website But uh, I believe he spoke about that one time. This was maybe a couple years ago. Another person you heard in the beginning is Newt Gingrich. Bring some attention to him as well as uh, Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to play a little clip from Bill O'Reilly. It's a little bit older, but just to show you that he has been in the news. He has been talked about. If this is kind of your first time hearing about him or you have recently heard about him, hopefully this is giving you a little education on it. But check out Bill O'Reilly's clip because you'll like this one. George Soros, the Democratic Party, and Hillary Clinton. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. As you may know, the 85-year-old billionaire is a far-left fanatic whose open society organization advocates no borders anywhere in the world. According to Soros, everyone should be able to go wherever they want for any reason and stay there. Recently, hackers believed to be backed by Russia exposed more than 2,000 documents connected to Soros and his open society. The information very disturbing. Soros has given about $10 million to groups opposed to the policies of Israel. He has funded individuals accusing Israel of war crimes. He has given a variety of grants to people who literally hate the Jewish state of Israel. In addition, Soros has funded investigations of individuals here in the USA who are opposed to radical Islam. People like Pamela Geller, Frank Gaffney, Liz Cheney, and Cliff May. Mr. May will be here in just a few moments. Finally, George Soros has donated about $13 million to the Democrats this election cycle. That includes $7 million to a Hillary Clinton super PAC. Twelve years ago, here's what Mrs. Clinton said about George Soros. We have been given an extraordinary blessing. And at this moment in time, our country needs us. And we need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. 
Now, to be fair, that soundbite is dated, but the Clinton campaign is accepting money from Soros this year, as stated, and that may present a problem for the secretary. You may remember that Donald Trump got hammered by the media for not disavowing David Duke quickly enough. Duke, of course, a far-right hater. But now we have a far-left individual, Soros, bent on harming Israel, America's strongest ally in the Middle East. So how will the media cover that? Again, Soros, one of the biggest donors to the Democratic Party. So as you can see, Soros has been around for quite a while, one way or the other. Um, he has been a hardcore leftist since the beginning. And like Bill said, um, it's amazing the double standard always with the Democratic Party where Trump being accused of taking money from a white supremacist once found out he made sure the donation was returned. But did the Democrats give back the money that Soros donated to them, even though he's a far lefter? Yeah, that's for open borders. That's for the progression of America all the way to socialism. Of course not. It's always a double standard. It's always hypocritical. That's just the way these people are. But Soros is extremely controversial to talk about. The left doesn't ever want you to say his name. They don't want to bring him out into the light. Um, they use his money to push their agenda in the dark. And now that it's starting to hit the mainstream, uh, people are waking up to it that didn't know. And the ones that already knew are probably more pleased that finally, I don't sound like an insane person. I'm telling all these people about George Soros and they're looking at me like I got two heads, like who the hell is George Soros? And now they're seeing for themselves like, hey, all those years you thought I was insane. Guess what? Not so much. Um, even President Trump calls him out in his rallies. George Soros is a problem for America. Uh, he is totally for the destruction of the country. It needs to fall. He thinks capitalism is, I guess, uh, the devil or something. I don't know. It, it's amazing that he is 90 years old. He's a billionaire um, through education, building his own hedge funds and and doing all the financial stuff. He actually should be you know, pro-capitalism, kind of like Bloomberg and the rest of those hoo-hahs. But instead, they want to push this socialist agenda where the wealth is distributed to everybody. The real, you know, question of the day is, are they going to give up all of their money? I know they're willing to give up our money, but are they willing to give up theirs? Jeff Bezos and all those guys that are worth all this money that – they're okay with pushing this leftist agenda. Uh, in the end, are you okay to split all that money up between everybody? Because I guarantee you, when it comes down to it, you're not going to give them one red cent if you can get away with it. You'll flee the country. You'll put the money somewhere else. You'll try to hide it away from the world. But in the end, the joke will be on you anyways because being that these are supposedly smart people, they should know once hyperinflation begins, your money becomes worthless. Look at Venezuela. They throw money in the sky that's all over the streets. They walk on it. It doesn't mean nothing to them because a dollar over there is not worth nothing. So you would think that being supposedly educated people, they'd know a little better. Uh, that's pretty much it for me today. I hope you guys learned a little something about George Soros, give you some extra hints on who he is. Please always look things up for yourself. Check it out for yourself. It's getting a little bit harder and harder. Google definitely is... 
you know, burying any type of conservative content and anybody that they do not want to bash or do not want any type of negative articles, videos, anything on, they're burying it way deep down in the search engine. It is almost impossible to find. Try to go to multiple search engines. Don't just use Google as your one and only. Go to Bing, go to Yahoo, go to other places to see if it'll pop up a little quicker. Find it for yourself. Educate yourself. That's the best weapon you could ever have. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please keep listening. Tell everybody if you like uh, what you're hearing. If you have any comments, if you have, like I said before, if you want to just tell me that I suck, you can reach me at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at Gmail. I'm at Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N or on Parlor at Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night.